It is interesting how our mind works, how our thinking works. And basically, I mean how we let thoughts run from one thought into another, into another, into another, the train of thinking moving forward. We might start in one place and end up in another or just in a different in a different place in the theme we were thinking. Here's what I mean. I was thinking about Buddhism. The Dalai Lama came into my mind. I remember uh, seeing something online about the Dalai Lama. And then I was thinking about Buddhism. I was thinking about the Dalai Lama. And then I thought about uh, this, this painting one of my students, my, one of my Aikido students made a long time ago. And then I was thinking about the dojo, and then I was thinking about this girl and the dojo and the, the Dalai Lama painting she gave me. I was having a kind of a, 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 a triangular thought being formed of Aikido and Buddhism and this young student that was in my dojo. And then I just started thinking about how, how long she spent in the dojo. And then eventually I was thinking about her and this process of the dojo and how her family ended up helping me later because I was helping her. And I thought, oh, this would make an interesting podcast. And then I thought, oh, how did I even get here when I was initially thinking about the Dalai Lama? And then I thought, oh, yeah, this will definitely be a very good podcast. So let me start with this, my friends. I had a martial arts school, Three Shapes Aikido, Boise, Idaho, owned the building, lived there. Talk about going deep, talking about going deep. And this was uh, like in 2000, in 2000, I believe that's when I bought the dojo. And then, of course, I don't have a lot of money. I'm pretty young at the time. And now I have this building. I have a martial arts school and I have an apartment upstairs. And luckily at that time, I was very minimalist. However, I did need some amenities for traveling teachers and students, mostly traveling teachers, because I had a spare room upstairs. I had an extra bed that used to be my parents' bed, but I didn't have a dresser or a vanity or anything like that. So I needed something. And I can't really remember how long I was in my dojo, but I thought, oh, I should just walk around the neighborhood. And I noticed that there was a garage sale one street over. I, I was on 10th Street. This was 9th or 8th Street. So I just walked over there and this, this woman was having a, a yard sale and she had the perfect vanity, basically, that I, that I wanted and, I believe, a dresser. And I was kind of looking at him and I thought, oh, you know what? This is what I really need. And she's like, oh, you like those pieces? Oh, yeah. I have the martial arts school just on the next street over. And she's like, oh, that's interesting. I have a, uh, I have a young daughter and I think the martial arts would be very good for her. And I was like, well, I just opened up. We're, we're taking new students. And, and she said, well, you know, we're, I'm a single mother. And just it's, it's financially kind of difficult. And I paused for a moment and I thought, well, I'm definitely buying these to help her. And I need them. So I, this is what I said. I said, okay, how about this? I, I, I'll buy these. I'll buy these. And because uh, I need them for the dojo. And how about you just bring your daughter by sometime and let her try it out for a week? Just I got a couple classes in her age group. She can try it out. Let's just see how it goes. And then we can talk. I have a scholarship program. Now, let me talk about my Aikido scholarship program. I had a scholarship program for six to eight year olds, nine to 12 year olds, teenagers and adults. 
Okay, and it wasn't so much that I had all that extra money or, you know, organizations paid into my scholarship fund and I could say, oh, this is sponsored by or whatever. Basically, it's the Southwest Airlines motto. I'm teaching class anyway. Might as well have one more student. Now, I got this idea from Southwest Airlines at a time when they were financially in, in, in the rear, basically in dire straits. Uh, they were selling round-trip plane tickets or maybe even one-way plane tickets for $5. Yeah, that's right, $5. You could fly somewhere round-trip for $10. And basically everybody thought they were crazy. And they, there was big interviews, Southwest, how can you do this? And they said, well, we're flying anyway. We have all these empty seats. You know, if we can get more people in the seats, they get a good deal. We get more people in the seats. Sounds great. And it, it basically saved Southwest Airlines. I thought, you know, I should do the same thing. I'm teaching class anyway, so I'll just give one scholarship away in every age group of students and say it's a scholarship. I'm not really making money. I'm not really losing money, but I have more students in the dojo. And the guideline is, is that you have to attend. Basically, you have to attend 80% of the time. So I made that offer to uh, the student's family, and they took it up. And, you know, this young girl, she entered my dojo at seven or eight. I can't re remember. And she stayed for like six, seven years. I mean, almost the whole time that I was there. And she basically grew up in the dojo. And... Uh, her their their family never paid. Okay, I just offered them a scholarship. She came consistently twice a week for eight years, basically. Almost got to my adult class, but I had to close my dojo in 2010 when the economy went bad. And uh, yeah, basically my mom got really sick, so I had to take care of her. I couldn't do both, so I chose mama. Um, but I still see this student around town. And it's really, it, it's really cool because her parents would thank me often. Hey, you really appreciate what you're doing. We wish we could give you money, blah, blah, blah. And I said, it's really not a problem. She's a great kid. It's really an honor to just have her there and have her training. And, you know, I teach deep stuff in the dojo. I used to call it, you know, it's a school for mutants or a Jedi temple, that kind of thing. We just really, I trained students very deeply, teaching a lot of Dharma, teaching a lot of life lessons and teaching Aikido. She used to come to like the majority of my seminars, you know, and a lot of my Aikido ski retreats. And, you know, it was just, she was a great student of the dojo. And then, you know, I also have this 1987 Camaro that I got from my dad, which can be challenging to own. It costs a lot of money and stuff like that. And it wasn't doing that well sitting behind the dojo, and, and uh, then finally I had a garage. I, I had it parked in a garage, and one day her father, who has a, a really nice older Camaro and an Impala 64, 64 Impala, yeah, that's right, is real good with vehicles, and uh, he asked me what was wrong with my Camaro, and, and I said, oh, I think the fuel pump's not working, something like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, those are hard to deal with because they're behind the gas tank, you know, you got to get under there and take the gas tank off. And it takes a lot of work to change this simple item out. And he said, you know what, I'll do that work for you. And uh, 
you know what? It was a lot of work because my space is pretty cramped. The light is not great. It was basically winter, you know, and he was coming in and working on this thing and having all these challenges. And it took him a lot of work and he finally got it done. And I said, you know, man, I don't there. He did a lot of work. And I said, you know, I, what do I owe you? And he said, you know what? He said, you know, Alejandro, you don't owe me anything. For everything that you've done for my daughter, he's like, if this is what I can give back to you, then, you know, that's more than enough. He he said, if that's all I got, then that's, you know, that's what I got. And I said, it's more than enough because, you know, I don't know anything about cars. I got long hair, man. My car breaks down. I got to let, I got to put my hair down and play damsel in distress, you know. And, and uh, I was really moved by that. Like, I, you know his gesture of wanting to give. And then, you know, I ended up closing my dojo and I still see this student around and I just saw her not that long ago. She works at a coffee shop. Her name's Ashlyn. She's very dear to my heart. I saw her at the coffee shop and she's serving me coffee. We're having a great conversation. And she said, you know, Sensei, all that stuff you were teaching at the dojo, she's like, that has really helped me out a lot. She's like, that's true stuff. And I was like, yeah, I was teaching a lot more than the martial arts at the dojo. Three shapes Aikido. Reshape your life. Three shapes Aikido. And she, she, she heard what I was saying, and I heard what she was saying. And we had a special moment because that's a real thing. That's a real thing. She got, she got the life lessons. And that means a lot to me. Um, and I still have her stenciled Dalai Lama pop art piece that she painted on a piece of particle board like I just I just can't get rid of it and part of it is is that it's a well it's a dharma item so I cannot really throw it away based on my lineage Uh, if I'm going to do anything I got to burn it but it's I've always kept it and here's something I'm going to do so hopefully she doesn't hear this podcast before I do this but I'm going to go to the coffee shop she works at and I'm going to pull that thing out I'm going to pull that thing out and I'm going to lift it up over my head like uh, John Cusack in that movie where he's playing that. He's got that blaster out and he's playing uh, in in your eyes. <laughs> I'm just going to hold it over my head and show it to her and just let her know that I still got it. And it means a lot to me and that I care about her, you know, because that's one of the great benefits of Aikido. Yeah, of course, it's a martial art, but. I think, you know, a martial art done well is a community center and it should take care of people and it should train people on the inside. The martial arts should make people better people, not just powerful martial artists, but powerful humans, people that care and people that want to help people. And, uh, and, you know, Ashlyn exemplifies that. She's really she's a great kid and she she got my lessons and it's benefited her. And that means something to me. So, yeah, I'm giving it up one time to Ashlyn and the Dalai Lama and Aikido. Three shapes Aikido. Reshape your life. Okay, my friends, there it is. There it is. That, that's enough. That's enough. And what can I say? Let's all just be better people. Let's mask up. Let's take care of the world. Let's drive a little less. You know, let's kind of bring some of that carbon stuff down. Carbon emissions down. I'm getting back on my bike. I want to be driving to work. I want to be biking to work. Let's, let's just make a difference in the world. Okay, and with that, my friends, stay safe, be cool.
See, I told you. He's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.